When you smell the world around you, you're inhaling particles that is sensed and identified in your nose. So when you're smelling shit or something that's decomposing, try not to think about any of this. Welcome to... Is this where we interrupt you? Yeah, that's the right time to do so. Perfect. Never mind. <laughs> this this spoils everything. But you can also do it now. That that makes it even better. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say anything. Hey, Jamie's here. I'm still here, though. Yeah, and Jamie's here, sadly. And what is yeah, this? sorry, folks. Just wrecking havoc. I, I thought this would be a nice one. I thought this, the heat over there would just have decimated you. It, well, it absolutely has, but I've got aircon in my office, so it's the only safe place for me at the minute oh, where I don't you. burst into flames. Oh, you're, you're cheating. I only have a That's fan. Cheating. Yeah. And Yan is suffering like he's he's down to hell at the moment. <laughs> I, I live in Thailand right now. <laughs> <laughs> because we had thunderstorms going through and those thunderstorms existed out of like five minutes of rain, like drizzle. So we had 37 and it cooled down to like 36 and 35 oh, with good. a humidity of... All of it. Fuck knows. <laughs> 100. All of it. Oh, yeah. So it's like it's it's one one steam shop right at the I moment. I guess you're just missing the pina colada. Yeah, yeah, and the free time and my boss Get, not being there. Getting but in other the rain. than that, yeah. Yes, the usuals. <laughs> How about you, Red? You're still vacationing? I'm still like, suffering. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm still like vacationing. Uh, it's been a long week of beach, swimming pool, ice creams. Uh, mini golf, uh, movies. Nope, none of that sounds healthy. Sounds yeah, awful. No, it, it, it's was terrible. But you're uh, gonna be telling me you've been <laughs> enjoying time with your family and all sorts of horrible stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, time, yeah. time with the wife but, and the kiddo. Yeah. But you do look relaxed, or how Ras uh, would say, a little bit less old. <laughs> it's more because of the really slight tan that I have on my face at the moment because I'm I'm completely sleep depraved at the moment. For the past six days, I've only slept four or five hours a night because of the heat. Because I'm, mm. it's absolutely horrible to uh, sleep at night when it's um, difficult to sleep at night when it's that hot. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 super tired, but it was uh, it's good good vacation it's relaxing and it's nice and it's uh, almost over so we still have a couple of days and then we'll get back to normality and uh, a place with no swimming pool or sea which is not cool so yeah what about you guys i'm fine uh i mean norway is not like europe uh yeah it's totally <laughs> we, we have livable temperatures over here <laughs> No, but I, I was up with visiting my dad uh, this weekend uh, and playing with the polar bears and stacking wood. Or, in this case, like, dodging my dad tossing logs at me. Uh, Again? Seems <laughs> fair. Apparently he enjoys that uh, almost as much as I would imagine Steam would, for some reason. Uh, I think we all yeah, would, no, to be okay. fair. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I, I guess I walked right into that one. Uh <laughs> But while you were suffering in 35 plus seats, uh, we had a low of five oh. at night. Oh, yeah, no, that's too cold. No, no that's it's perfect. perfect. No, that, that's, no, it's, it's that's nice, it's nice dreamy. for the night. And, and Yeah, you say that now. Uh. <laughs> well, the days can be 40, but the nights should be down to five. That would actually be my, my perfect weather condition. 
Not that I'm complaining about the heat. I actually quite enjoy it. Like even the humidity today. But um, yeah, nice cool nights with hot summer days. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, why not? No, you're just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Rasmus only wants five all the time. I mean, day, day uh, and no, night. Between, between five and 15, that's nice. Yeah, yeah I, I, I regret this, but I'm, I completely agree with Ras. Yeah, because... I'll make I'll make you regret this one for it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, it, you know, it's officially, you know, me saying I, I agree with Raz is now, you know, sort of etched into uh, internet history. <laughs> that will <that'll laughs> stick with me for... This is annual for... celebration for me. <laughs> yeah, because it's stick Jim, with me for the rest of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jimmy, you are you are in a rough situation right now. It's it's the hottest that the, the, your country uh, has, has known, like, ever. Yeah, since, right? since records began, yeah. So how is it going? Because I've seen a few fires around London. Uh, I've seen yeah, people I think, complaining about the heat. I think it's been there's been four or five kind of major incidents around the country um, of things catching fire and stuff like that. But I mean, we, we're just we're not made for this kind of weather over here. You know, the houses are not made for it. None of the buildings are. They're, they're just you can't shift the heat. Oh yeah, yeah. It- and it will store the heat for a couple of days as well. So absolutely, even yeah. Drops... I mean, my my yeah. wife works oh, in a nice. in a big warehouse, and she's saying that it was actually hotter hotter in there today than it was yesterday. Even though we were getting, I mean, thirty nine, forty degrees yesterday uh, in the Midlands where I am, and um, just that latent heat build up overnight. So it just kind of topped it off today. Oh. Um, so it was, it was hotter there in the warehouse today than it was yesterday. Oh, so a couple of days to heat up. Did, did, did I read something silly like there was some special treatment for redheads? For yes, gingers? because they're exceptionally uh, vulnerable to direct sunlight. Uh, that sounds weird. They're not vampires, but you know did, what I mean. Well, I mean, you know, not far off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can say my wife and my daughter are redheads and, and, and vicious, but um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, it was uh, one of the one of the. Cinema chains basically said that for Monday and Tuesday, uh, anyone with you know fair skin and red hair could come and see a movie for free. Um, you know, because you can That's then just cool. sit in the nice air conditioned dark room and not burst into flames. So to make some nice shock afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Step out into the street and catch fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I still have nightmares about just being in Berlin at thirty-five and. I've also been in Tokyo in the middle of summer, yeah. which is also not entirely fun. At least not, not for me. It's just no. To- to- Tokyo is especially hot during during summer after the the whole months of rains. Uh, the the humidity go like near near ninety five percent. And I think yeah, actually, like it's, it's really this hot. week, it's five years since I was in Tokyo last. Ooh. It's about, yeah. oh my God, I think we went to Tokyo at the same time. <laughs> at least the same year. <laughs> oh, fuck no. <laughs> did a, a big green thing come out of the ocean that, as well that, around that, the same that, time? That, 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 that explained a couple of... That was me. <laughs> that that so explained was... a couple of earthquakes we had during that time. <laughs> so everybody had a good week despite the heat. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, um, mostly. I mean, it's... Uh, I will still complain about Noru being hot, but I had experience yesterday as I was uh, hardening the sword that after I had done all of that and the forge been running for a while, I walked outside and it was hotter outside the forge than inside. Mm-hmm. And this was at half past, like eight o'clock in the evening, half past eight or something. 
so at least the forge is staying nice and cool, at least in the relative sense of the word. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I have. By the time this is out, uh, either I'm a dead man or I have managed to deliver to the sword to the wedding on Saturday. Okay, so. let's open. <laughs> what do you? What, what do you think? So let's start let seeing any officially, officially, new hosts let us and stuff. introduce Jamie. As um, our new uh, host of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I had a thought of because I should say uh, I had a fun joke of if because Jamie is here and Red's internet is kind of dodgy. Yeah. It's like no, we are doing this kind of last man standing. So the first one to drop out of the hangout, he loses their spot on the hangout. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> well, I mean, I've already on the, on the podcast. I've already stood in for for Jan before now. I'm potentially yeah. standing yeah. for red if even when he sort of disappears this evening. So yeah, it's only well, fair that I just, I'm, yeah, just the the spare fraction, as it were. Yeah, <laughs> but you'll never replace me. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, hopefully. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh dear. I have to explain oh maybe a little bit quickly uh, why Jimmy is here. He, uh, I asked him to be here because, yeah, as as he said, uh, my internet is strategy. I'm on vacation far, far away from home and my only uh, connection to civilization is a 4G key and it's supposed to be set for a maximum of 200 gigabytes uh, and I'm over the limit right now. So it can just uh, goes off at any time uh, and I, I don't really trust Jan and Raz to stay nice and polite if I'm not here. So I asked Jamie to... <laughs> so you put Jamie on. You brought me on. <laughs> exactly. My point. Have you heard the expression of putting the fox in charge of the henhouse? Yeah. So yeah, if I disappear, yeah, it's because my, my of my shitty internet and I will try to reconnect with my phone. But hopefully, uh, they forgot about setting the right amount of data on my uh, key, and I will maybe be here for the whole episode. So we'll see. Red, the real takeaway from the whole thing is that you have a serious problem with Netflix. I do <laughs> actually going through yeah. two hundred of gigs. <laughs> yeah, no, I do, but that's the that's also linked to my insomnia uh, issues because when you are uh, alone at night because wife and kid are sleeping and you don't want to make any noise, and you're on vacation, and you forgot to take anything, like a book, or movie stored in your computer, or phone, or I've been suggested to just do origami, and, and I don't have any paper here uh, either. So I can't do shit here, unless I'm watching movies on the internet. Uh, it, 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 it's longs are really, nights are really long. You could always sneak down to the to the pool and just start folding everyone's towels up, like Oregon. No, because that's not that kind of pool. It's like the the very residential pool. There is no chair, nothing. Otherwise, that's what I would do for sure. I would mess with people's stuff all night long. But no, you can't, you can't put stuff around the pool and you can't use it past ten in the evening, I believe. Oh. Uh, yeah, and if that's the, the that's the problem because I, I would go swim at. 2 or 3 a.m. like I used to do when I was younger and drunk uh, and when people would come and complain instead of of saying excuse us or excuse me we would say excuse you because you you were drunk and it was like just digging of a fight with all the people of the uh, place which is kind of funny but anyway I can't do that anymore 
So yeah, I have just to be quiet and calm and, and keep myself busy while the kid and wife are sleeping. So I have to... Netflix is actually saving my life, all my nights. Well, you would probably just freak out for about an hour or two if you're like on digital detox and then collapse and sleep for two days straight. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I hope that... It, I, I wish. <laughs> I can no, I, I, I took the resolution tonight to get drunk if I'm not sleeping at 4 a.m. So, <laughs> so that's that's what will happen. But, Red wine narcotics? Uh, no, actually, it's uh, coconut rum. That's my favorite. So, nice. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, it, if, if you do turn to that, you're going to have to record it just for everyone else's enjoyment. Uh, yes, okay. yes, please. Yeah, sure, and, uh, I'll wait. You have one of those banked red shows. <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry, I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but actually the thunderstorm is back and it's pouring outside, which makes me really excited at the moment. <laughs> so if you go quiet and disappear off the thing and then come back sort of naked and drenched, then we know why. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, I usually would deny it, but no, that's actually pretty close to what I'm thinking of at the moment. It's like, if I just go out for a couple of minutes, rip off my shirt. <laughs> yeah, but that would be a different kind of red entertainment. <laughs> Either way, they'll both end but up red shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As seen on. Uh, we did it yesterday. I was thinking for that, with, coincidentally. Exactly. You do. <laughs> we, we, um, we did that with the Heath over the last couple of days. I've got... Um, uh, pressure washer streaking no just like oh. drenched each other with uh pressure washer uh on like a mist setting to just kind of sort of bring the temperature down and then we were testing the different nozzles out and put the high flow one on and then my wife just got me straight square in the chest so it's like really warm <laughs> arms but like absolutely right. soaking in the chest and the belly <laughs> <laughs> it, it did feel oh. good at the moment it oh it felt fantastic yeah do we have a topic tonight I, you said something about things we do we just put it off. Okay. Which I can, I, I mean, I can do a segue about it. Yeah, please. About the heat making us procrastinate. I mean, I handed you the perfect one there about putting it off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm editing this. It, it's not going to be good. <laughs> I'll, I'll just remove all of my words and you Did, sound We were under the awkward. delusion that it was going to be good anyway. So let, let me fix that for you, Rasmus. So we have a topic for tonight? Yes, the power of procrastination. In opposition to the dangers of precrastination? To what now? It's not post-crastination. Precrastinations. Like, procrastination is when you are uh, postponing doing something. Yes. Precrastination is doing shit before you're ready to do, to do them. Yeah, that never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have one procrastination story from yesterday. And then uh, it involves hardening, it involves fire, and it involves, surprisingly enough, not setting off the fire alarm. Oh. Yeah, then it's boring. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it doesn't sound like uh, a Rasmus story. Sort of. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like everything kind of went okay, which doesn't sound like a Rasmus story. Most of my stories go okay. Most. From which p uh, person's perspective? Mine. Who else? <laughs> yeah, <okay>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling the story. If I if it didn't go well, I wouldn't be here. Fair point. Uh, but so, um, <laughs> I, I was. I was uh, Is it only me, or this episode feels like we are all super drunk and 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 heat stroke? 
No, it's just the heat. I okay. didn't have a drop of alcohol. It's way too hot. Yeah, I think okay. it's just delirium setting. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's it. I also vote on delirium. So what's your story, guys? What happened? No, I was I was hardening the sword, and like the blade of it is sixty centimeters, and then there's another couple of centimeters, uh, thirty centimeters of like hilt and silliness. So I was standing at the forge, like pulling, like having it cranked all the way up, and having a few fire bricks bricks in, and then a small sliver at the side, so I can have sort of outside of the main jet of the burners, I can sort of stro- put uh, the sword in and out and sort of even out the heat and all of that. Uh, and I, I did I did the smart thing. I needed like a really tall um, tube with oil in it. To that was also like I got from a friend of mine, and it was really narrow in the base. So I realized that oh, if I pull my uh, post vise that's movable out and I stick the tube in that and then I pour all the oil in that sounds like a good idea because now it's the less chance of everything spilling out good thinking on my part I even got the extraction fan like really close to it so that all the fumes would be sucked in yes and then I go to hardening and uh, as I am hardening and heating it up I have the thinking of oh shit wait I need some way that I can go from the quench and into straightening this so it's like, while that is out there, it's like, try, I'm pulling out of the forge, it's glowing cherry red, I try to measure it, my, my, my ruler catch on fire, I shove it back in, I grab a random piece of steel that's kind of meaty, and it's like, okay, this is like 20 mil square, it's a le- right length, and I toss it over to the uh, to the welding table, I line up all the clamps so I can just quickly th- do everything, like put lines on the tables, so I know like, if if the sword is in within this box, I can clamp it, and it will be it should be square, square-ish. Uh, flat, that's the word. Straight. Uh, like, yeah. Good good amount of preparation. Go back to the forge, start moving the sword back in and out again. Uh, and I move over to the oil, and as I'm dunking it, I'm realizing that, ooh, this tube might catch on the fire. <laughs> Which is not good. And it does. And then I'm standing there holding my tongs over uh, a like, barrel of burning oil. I'm thinking, this is really warm. <laughs> so I change hands. And I realized that I should have br- br- grabbed my gloves before I did any of this. And I changed hands again. And I realized that, no, now my hand is burning. <laughs> so I take it out of the forge. The sword is still burning. I stick it back into the forge. The fire goes out. And uh, I start cursing a little bit. I run over to the, the table. I give it like 10 seconds into oil. So it, it's hard. It's just not uh, stiffened yet. So I, I toss it on the table. Uh, I wince because I toss it on the table. And it could have cracked. It didn't. <laughs> I stick the beefy bar on 20 mil square on top of it and I clamp it down and I start praying and of course I managed to have slight burns on all of my fingers I, I can see basically John and Steve just shaking their head at the moment <laughs> just I only that. got one blister I only got one blister a small one but like I was like standing with all my fingers underneath the faucet oh, for... both of them are more concerned about the sword than about <laughs> you be sure of that. Yeah. The sword is fine. I mean, I can so pretty much hear them the shaking their heads, but I'm, I can also hear them going, yeah, I've done that as well. <laughs> From the future Probably, yeah. back to now, something. Yeah. So the only mistake uh, that you yeah, that you made really was to grab the the sword with your tongs uh, in the length of this. The, the sword and not at a nice degree angle, because if you did, well, you could have... uh, if I just had gloves on, it would be fine. Yeah, also. If I had gloves on both hands, I could, first off, I could hold it longer without getting my hands burned. And when that's starting to get too hot, I could have put my other hand on top of the oil and qu- and quench the flames. That's one option. Other is just changing hands with the gloves and I would still be at least more fine. Uh, of course, so that's the whole thing of like, 
I was like, ooh, I'm ready to harden this. And then I start mo- going through the motions of preparing the steel for hardening. And then I realized that, no, I forgot to prepare all the other things around it. That's a and I forgot pretty, one crucial bit. That's a pretty good uh, example of procrastination, indeed. Yeah, you did something you were not fully ready to Let's do. Let's pretend I did that on purpose, just so I had something else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think we've all kind of done that that sort of thing of, you know, where you've got 10 things to think about before you do an operation. And then you realize that there was actually 12 and you've only discovered those two after you've done it. Yeah. I think that's, that's quite a common common thing to do. Even for you, Jamie? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, weirdly enough, I, I've sort of procrastinated here in this sense because um, back in 2013, I wrote an article for Gizmodo specifically about procrastination. Oh. <laughs> so I, I'm fully prepared in, in doing all of this way ahead of time. So, so you're yeah. the only one prepared, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just living examples. Exactly. We, we, we just bring our talent to the table. <laughs> Is that something that you do on a daily basis, uh, Jan? You, are, you yes, love yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Because I... I uh, how do I say that? that? It doesn't sound wrong. I kind of like working you, under pressure. Doesn't. No, because I, I have to run out of excuses to do something. Hmm. Uh, um, for me the problem is overthinking stuff especially like projects if i like i start i I love planning projects but once i've done them in my head it's like i've already done them so the actually starting of doing the project is that's getting the issue and that's how i get all my new toys because it's like oh i would really need that tool to make that (laughs) easier and then i got everything like i got the material i got everything lined up and i'm just like yeah, but oh, that that other project <laughs> looks way more interesting <laughs> at the moment. Let's prepare for that. <laughs> Self awareness. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's kind of a problem. It, it's 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 a mood though. Like I, there's stuff that I come to my mind and I directly go down and I start doing doing it or start start working on a project. And then there's that stuff that I overplan or wait too long, and then I just kind of talk myself out of it, or just procrastinate it to the point where I'm like, yeah, I should really do that. I still got all the parts for a wristwatch back there for like the last half you don't, year. You, you know you can buy those, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's an, a whole other topic. I wanted to make my own though. And then I... How's that, how's that going, you said? I got all the parts back there. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Give me how, a sec. How, how long have they been back there? Not that long. Within a couple of decades. Uh, yeah. Autumn? Which year? Okay, that's that's actually not too bad. We, we, yeah, which year? Okay, which year? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I, I've had to promise deadlines as well, Jan. I know that trick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're, uh, seriously, the, the, your self-awareness is amazing because when you are still telling the story that you are planning the project and you are buying all the tools and the, and the uh, products and, and everything, that's something I also do. But when you, mm-hmm. you go to the part that, well, there is another project. So you're prepped for project A, but your mind is already in project B, probably because you have to wait for delivery for the material and the tools. That's something I'm doing also, but I, I was not aware of it uh, before we talked about it a uh, few months uh, back. Uh, mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to just get more in line with my schedule and, and, and only... Uh, buy the tools that I need for the next project or, or the other matter that, that I need for the next project and not plan six or ten projects ahead uh, mm-hmm. because it would be 
kind of a waste of money, resources, and time to, to play in that much in advance. And yep. in the end, nothing gets done because you go all over the place about all this project. I'm really feeling attacked here, Rod. <laughs> you and me both. You and me both. <laughs> But have you ever found yourself in a position where you're doing so, you started doing something and you realize you forgot to procrastinate it? Like, I, that's an honest question. Like, have you been in a position where, like, you always dread or, or procrastinate, like, hoovering or cleaning something? And then suddenly one day you just find yourself doing it and you realize, like, what? I, I didn't spend three hours on YouTube before I did this? What happened now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Actually, it happened before. Yeah, it does. I, I find that to be really trippy. Yeah. <laughs> it's something that I usually realize near the end of a project. When I'm working on a long project, I tend to procrastinate before I start it, in the middle of it, uh, before I finish it. Sometimes I don't want to finish it because I, I enjoy working on the same project. It's, it's just like a video game. You don't want to get to the very end because mm. then it's over and, and you, you know the end of the story. And, and, and so it's kind of sad to just get done with something that you enjoy doing that and also the opposite there are certain points in my project where i know i can't stop now or else i'm gonna procrastinate the shit out of it for the like next half a year that happened mm. to you like a lot yeah i, I i'm and, and i can feel that point there's like that certain point i know if i don't push through this now it's going to go on the back burner for i don't know how long because it's just something i don't particularly like doing like the only thing about the project but for because it's a hobby for me and no, nobody forces me to finish it and I'm not doing it for anyone, yeah, that could mean it can go on the back burner indefinitely. Yeah, I I have a lot of those as well. Like uh, for for me though, I feel like I'm starting to fall a lot more into the procrastination thing. Uh, like one more or less concrete example is like if someone asks for a, like a really specific type of advice and it will take me a long while. To give that answer correctly it's like i don't have time to give a decent answer later mm -hmm. so let me spend half an hour doing it now which of course fucks up everything <laughs> when it comes to scheduling and planning but it's like I, I it's there now i'm already thinking about it let me get it out of the way as quickly as possible yeah and then in the process of like trying to give the, the right amount of details and rewriting things to make it clear to their skill level and all of that it's like well, now that's half an hour. And then a reply comes and it's spending a while. Yeah. But it's what kind of one of those things is like spend half an hour now or like four hours later. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I guess, something like that. Yeah. But it, it's it's when it goes the other way and you think, oh, it'll, it'll take me five minutes to respond in half an hour's time. Or I can start responding now and it'll take me half an hour to respond. Because I got 20 other things <laughs> yeah, doing yeah. at the same time or going on at the same time. Yeah, that's true. I often, uh, or uh, on purpose, I try not to reply to any emails the same day I get them. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good thing. Not only because, like, it's, it's a, a sort of the whole thing of it seems kind of weird if every single email is replied to within, like, five, t five minutes or an hour or something, like, every single time. Because, like, I'm, I'm supposed to be out there doing things, being busy. Yeah. If I have time to reply to every single email immediately, I feel like that's kind of a weird signal. Also, my, my craft is... 3,000 years old. You can wait a second. Everything <laughs> that I do will take time. It's sort of on purpose to give the customer the right impression that yeah. you can't rush me to do anything. It's managing expectations. That, 
Yeah. Well, then just give yourself another, like if you do quotations, I mean, make yourself, give yourself another name. Because uh, basically what you do is you're not just a blacksmith, you're also a salesperson and a salesperson should respond in a couple of hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so just, I don't know, your alter ego, Mike or Bob <laughs> or anything like right with his name says like, well, he's in the workshop right now. He'll get back to you with a quotation and the customer will feel good and it will give you time. <laughs> yeah, by all means, I, I could do that. I, I could do that. And I do sort of a couple of these things on purpose. Like one thing is like, oh, I here's an email that requires a lot more information to actually give them an answer. In those cases, I can actually send off and try to ask for all the information I need, but I still won't reply to that email in, in the same hour. If I if it comes in while I'm doing office work, I'll reply to it in the moment and I'll schedule it to be sent in a couple of hours. No fucks. Uh, not not only that, like uh, the whole sort of uh, delay. Of things like between I read it and I respond to it also gives me time to actually process the information and think about it coherently so that when I do have to format an answer not only might I already have like gone through five iterations of the reply I need uh, yes half of them will probably in include the words fuck off but there might be some slightly more polite result in the end if I give it an hour but See, the, the struggle I have with that though is, is that in that kind of process that you'd be having of you know what you'd write what you'd say how you'd phrase things in in my brain i've then sent that email oh yes absolutely i also so have then three three four days later when they get back in touch and go um i just asked you like one thing and it was just you know it was a three-word answer you could have given me immediately any chance you could respond ah shit yeah i thought i had <laughs> so i i used the uh to feature on gmail to star emails mm. and i use that purposely for only emails i'm supposed to that i haven't done anything with or that I need to get back to later i don't see i don't see that as procrastination though i see that as the the way of, of that you have of processing your emails i totally agree well, on yeah, that well, that that specifically is just a system yeah it's a system it's not like pushing away those things that you have to do because you don't want to do them right now. There, there are certain customers, if they write me, I'm going to hit that flag in Outlook like to just like mark it as important. And then I think, let me answer that later. And that's where the procrastination starts because I okay, know it's yeah. like, oh, that's not a like, that's not a comfortable question the customer's asking right now. Like, I don't really want to answer that at the no, moment. You, you, so, I, when, when, when do I get my parts? You're like I looking at the delivery sheet and you're yeah. going like... <laughs> I totally get that, Jan. You don't want to answer right now, but it's also the same process as Raz uh, or, or Jimmy, I believe, to just process how you're going to answer the question or how you're going to uh, reply to that email. And that can just take time. Mm -hmm. And it's not because you are not ready to answer right away. And you sh absolutely shouldn't. I agree with uh, Raz. Oh, yeah. Don't reply to an email right away because it just means that you are waiting behind the computer and you yeah, are but it's, it's free to different. be disturbed uh, all the time. And, exactly. and yeah, just just let people wait for your answer. Yeah, um, but it's some, that's, a, that's a little bit something different. Like they think about what they're going to write. 
I know what I have to write the customer. I, I just oh, yeah. don't want oh, to. Yeah, no, sure. If, if you already know what you have to write, yeah, sure. That's I'm shirking responsibility, not procrastinating. <laughs> yeah, th- th- this is basically me waiting till like five minutes to four o'clock in the afternoon, just like <laughs> hitting send and shutting down the PC and running yeah, so, home. <laughs> yeah, no. So that's not procrastination so, either. It's it's only no, strategy. No, no, no. It's a strategy to not get bothered by by the answer of the of the guy. You're the same day you're well, tell that tomorrow, Jan. That's what I'm yeah. going to say. It's, it's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. entirely there to screw over future Jan. Exactly. <laughs> um, personally, I have uh, this love-hate relationship with procrastination. Um, when you listen to society, procrastination is something that is really bad for you. Uh, I, I, when I hear that, I can't uh, think of anything else that Society wants to push you towards productivity. They want more from you for the amount of time or money that you are already giving to your company or the society in general. Um, what I, what I uh, like to do is take the time to prepare myself for the job that I have to do or the thing that I have to do or the project that I have to do in order to get it right. As we said last week with, with uh, Raz, um, just... Uh, working on your project in your head at night when you're not sleeping, that's not procrastination, that's preparation, it's process. That's something that you um, can enjoy doing and prepares your, you for what you will have to do when it really gets to work. Isn't procrastination, by definition, uh, something you do to avoid other Yeah, cases? exactly. That's something that you... It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's doing anything else than what you're supposed to be doing. That's the, I think, the proper, the, exactly. the proper definition of procrastination. But I don't see, so I, I see that bad because society wants to push you towards work, 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 do more. Don't procrastinate because we need you to be working all the fucking time for more productivity. But it's actually super good for yourself to just take a break, not do something that you are maybe supposed to do right now because... You don't have the time, the energy, the resources, or you just need a break. And personally, I, I work well when I am under pressure. So if I have like one month to do something, you can be sure I will do the thing the last week. And I will be more efficient because I'm doing it just the last week uh, compared to me doing it over a month and, and be grumpy about it because I have to work on that project or on that thing like two hours every yeah. single day for the whole month instead of taking a week off, taking the second week to just order the materials and do something completely different and be working on the, on the project on the last, at the last minute. Yeah. But when, when you procrastinate like that and like sort of use that purposeful deadline to push some extra performance out of yourself, don't you have any form of anxiety or stress? Oh, sure. Up to that? Oh, no, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it, it creates anxiety. <laughs> it creates stress. It's exhausting. And I, sh- I totally shouldn't do that. But that's how I work. That's how my brain, which is a dick. That's how you punish yourself. No, that. I don't punish myself <laughs> on purpose. But that's, that's how I've been. Um, I've trained myself to work. Probably because uh, for a long period of time, Everything that I had to do, I had to do it for the next day. It was I was always in the rush. 
So I, 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 I um, practice that uh, for long enough that now I can only be comfortable working on something when I am in the set rush. And all the extra time that I have, I prefer to spend it on doing something else. It's, it's kind of like the internal checklist. Yeah. Is it important? Yeah. Yes. Is it yeah. time sensitive? No. Is yeah. it time sensitive? Yes. Is it important? No. Well, <laughs> but if, exactly. uh, the, yeah. soon, the second it gets important and time sensitive, yeah. <laughs> go for it. But no, it's, 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 it's super bad for me. And I know, and it's probably uh, sometimes uh, the cause of my, my uh, insomnia. You're, you're I, the same. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Well, minus the insomnia, but I get, I get thrilled. Like if something that's important and it has to be done in a short time, I thrive under stress. I, I, I kind of like the feeling because now there's action. Now there's something to do because this, there's the up and down in sales. So when it really comes push to shove and you could like, wow, it has to be done now. This is why I'm getting all excited and it's like, wow, okay. And I, even back as a service technician, I didn't mind pulling all nighters when it came to that. It's like, oh, that machine is down. The customer like production is on standstill. We have to get it fixed. And you basically only have half of the parts, but those were the jobs I still vividly remember and not negatively, but like really enjoyed it. So I'm kind of maybe wired wrong a little bit because there are people that like to everything being in time and just done and not being stressed about it. And I kind of like, yeah, there's some action. Let's go for it. Let's go now. There's, yeah. There's, I think actually there's um, a psychological trick in there. Uh, when, um, when you remember uh, a memory or the feelings or the happiness or the pain of something, mm -hmm. you generally speaking only remember the peak and how it ended. Yeah. So if you have that moment of like being really exhilarated about solving something and it was an exciting curve to it afterwards, then you don't remember the, the long drawn out drudgery in between. You just remember those two points and you think that was fun. Yeah. And, and then you consciously sort of have to go and think, yeah, but that took hours. And I recall it being boring, but the memory doesn't feel horrible. That is that is correct. And I would um, argue that red is the same as me and probably 80 to 90 percent of the stress we put on ourselves is self-made and just like fully intentional. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's human nature anyway. It's kind of, you know, you, you tend to worry about the extraneous factors that you can't control or yeah, i mean that, that was sort of caro's thing last week wasn't it of just mm -hmm. you know yeah. don't sweat it you know jimmy i don't i don't see you like someone who's um procrastinating that much or that even if it does gets anxiety from it i mean i've never seen you like Panicked or... to, me, to me, it seems like he's procrastinated leaving that room for the last three years. But... <laughs> oh, it's longer than three years. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, this is sort of the um, the crux of the, the, the article I'd written for Gizmodo. It's the, um, I, I, maybe, maybe you should actually link to that. I, I, well, I, I tried to find it. it it's, it's long since dead. I found the original text that I submitted, but it was, um, it's long since died from the internet, unfortunately, because it was like 2013, so... But, um, so he was supposed to write an article about procrastination, but never did because oh, like, <laughs> you procrastinated. <laughs> That's what's really annoying about it is I found I found the tweets from 2013 um, with the link from Gizmodo, and then when you click through to it, it's just it doesn't work anymore. 
But uh, I, no, because I found the original text, I was having to sort of reminisce through earlier. But um, brain hacking, uh, I procrastinate on purpose. Uh, and that was the, the whole article was called uh, Procrastination and the Art of Getting Everything Else Done. And it was centered around, oh, yes. specifically yes. centered around a, a week off work that I took back in 2013. And my specific goal by the end of that week was to build a coffee table that I designed. And what I did is I, I made sure I had, uh, cause I, I'm very much the same as you guys. I've, I've got lots and lots of different projects, big, small, long, short, lots of different things that are different mediums, different types of things that I could be doing. Um, and the idea behind this week off was to, at the end of the week, have the coffee table built. But I knew that I had so many other little projects that were just kind of sat there ready to pick up and do things with. You know, the materials were there, designs were there. They just needed time and energy put to them. So that was my goal in that week was to make that coffee table. And I did absolutely everything I could to avoid building that coffee table. And I, I still haven't built it to this day. But I got a load of the other work done because it was all things like, you know, uh, making decisions because I had the rough concept for the table. So it was decisions on, oh, do I need to buy some thin cut-off discs for the angle grinder to trim down some of the hardware to put in the coffee table or should should I do, I don't know, belt sand them down or, you know, things like that that were decisions I was actively making that were delaying building the table. So the logic question after that would be, did you really want to build this fucking coffee table or was it this is, was procrastination a way just to avoid it was uh, entirely the, the goal to do it so I, I i i can categorically state that that table is fully entirely fleshed out in my head but i, I still never built it every single problem on that has been solved and all of the other things that needed doing in the meantime you know like I, one of the examples i gave in the uh, in the article was the fact that i sat and worked my way through organizing renaming and shuffling around like a load of files like four terabytes worth of media on a server that was something that was just drudgery that i was never going to get around to doing but if i put my mind onto solving a problem you know like I, i've got to get this table built by the end of this week i've got four days left i've got three days left i've got two days left and in the part of that process of solving those issues to try and meet that deadline that I put on myself, I just did all of the other stuff that I've been putting off. So I you know, built the server, I went and sorted all the media files out, went and vacuumed the stairs and cut channels in for putting lights in, all the stuff that was just going to take time. I used the procrastination to get all that other stuff done because otherwise you're not going to sit and plan time. You know, oh, I'm, I'm going to go and and spend eight hours sitting, moving, and renaming files within folders. No one wants yeah. to go and do that. But if you're actively procrastinating on something else, you'll find other things to do. It's it's yeah. that passive procrastination almost. I, I think my house has never been as clean as when tax season comes around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could vacuum. My wife already looks at me like, or she or she looks at me and she's like, that's the third time this week that you vacuumed the house. You're either sick or there's something you should be doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's a perfect example of it. It's doing something like that, that 
you know you have to do, but you know that it's you need to do it. You need that that immediate pressure of shit's really going to get bad to actually mm-hmm. get you over the hump of doing it. And you know damn well that it's 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 going to be a lot easier once you start it than you've built it up to be in your mind. But that's but, only working for the project or the things that you have to do, not the things that you want to do. Absolutely. And that, that was the, taking that time off work to be able to do that project. That was the, the self-imposed time frame of, I need to get this finished before I go back to work because then I, I know I won't have time. Sure. Uh, what what I'm, I'm trying to uh, say is that, let, let's say your boss gives you a task, you don't want to do it, but you have to do it. Mm-hmm. So you will procrastinate for the week, the month, the year that your boss gave you and you will do it last minute because you know that it can be done in like two days, two hours or whatever. So you'll be good. You will procrastinate, but you will be good. But the task is not one that you have chosen to do. It's a little bit different when it comes from um, someone that has chosen to do a project. Me, for example, I'm, I'm, I'm deciding to build something and I'm supposed to enjoy building it. I'm supposed to be in love with the project. So would procrastination about the said project means that I don't really like the project, I don't really love it to the point that I actually want to do it? Procrastination would be, for me, a way to avoid the project that I'm lying myself to, saying that I like it. But I don't think so, no, because I think we all procrastinate things that... Um, that we are going to enjoy or that is going to be a, something that's good for us or beneficial to us. I think it's just kind of uh, human nature, I think, to, to find reasons to delay things. You know, if, if there is something that is perhaps easier or less effort or, you know, uh, something that might be a quicker win, you know, or, you know, if something that's uh, a project that, could potentially go wrong and you have limited materials. You know, it's not made out of, you know, cheap timber that you can get from five minutes away from your house. It's, you know, something that's a one-of-a-kind piece that you're going to be, you know, modifying to suit the project. You know, if, if you damage that material, it's going to be irreplaceable. I procrastinate those kind of projects all the time because I feel like I need to better my skills or prepare more or learn something else or find another way around. And that's the kind of things that I know I'm going to enjoy the project, but there's some little roadblock there. There's some bit of apprehension that will just kind of make me do other things that are quicker wins or things that I can do without, or with, with fewer potential cock-ups. So, Raz, why are you procrastinating? Why are you procrastinating? Yeah. Or what? No, why? 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 Um, no, it's the same like every... Like, uh, like Jamie said, it's often the things of that seems like something I don't want to do for whatever reason. Like it's tedious, it's boring, I can't listen to podcasts while doing it or something silly. It's like, no, there's just as like some roadblock in my mind that just makes that a really unattractive thing to be doing, either right now or at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one thing that uh, this year has been kind of a struggle is sending off all of the documents for, to the accountant. That I should be doing every single month. It's been every third month instead. Okay. And I mean, it 
the accountant doesn't care because like she does six months of my stuff at a time anyway so i mean as, as long as like i have given her everything up to date at that point then she's fine uh, but it's one of those things where like it's boring it's tedious i need to go through all of these different things and check all of the different things and download and convert files and get numbers and it's just i mean it takes me like on a good day to take me 15 minutes 20 minutes you know mind it's like in a couple of hours because it feels so boring <laughs> yeah um but yeah that that's a big one for me apart from that i also i often end up doing the same as, as jamie as uh i'm like formulating an email and then realize i never sent it that also happens a, a few times. That's probably more ADHD than procrastination. I don't think I have ADHD or something. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you've got a fair selection of letters, I think. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. No, we all. Um, I mean, it's, it's we, great we all. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. For the audio listeners, because you can't see that, it's because of, like Red and I just nodding. It's like, yes, you do. I just see Jamie just like not saying anything, just like holding his beard, just like staring into the camera. Like, <laughs> well, you're realizing that now. <laughs> I mean, Raz just didn't realize this was his intervention. <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't realize. Yeah, oh, I, my point. Yeah, okay. fair enough. Fair enough. No, I think we, we all, at, at some degree, have that kind of troubles, even, yeah. even if it's not to the point that it gets us in trouble with people, society, work, or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm curious about the fact that, um, as I said before, society sees uh, procrastination as a bad thing. Uh, personally, I somehow enjoy it when it comes to um, my personal procrastination. Uh, I've, I've talked about that in podcast a few uh, episodes back. Um, there is this uh, part of my day that I'm I'm, I'm not um, especially looking forward to, but that's something that I can't or I don't want um, to miss is the small amount of time that I have after the kid is in bed, he's sleeping, the wife is in bed, she's sleeping, everybody's fine, fed, warm, everything's cool. So I can relax and I have, I have a few hours for myself to watch the things that I like watching, like the movies that I, I need my fix in movies and TV shows because it's been like this since I was a child. So this bedtime procrastination is something that I really enjoy. It's bad for me because it creates insomnia. But is there for you guys the kind of procrastination that, that is like dear to you, that, some, that, that you don't want to give up, uh, even if you could? I read. I, I've, been, I, I've been reading before going to bed pretty much every single night since third grade. And uh, there's been some periods where I haven't, but I not only is it the whole thing of it's a really, really nice ritual to fall asleep to, or before falling asleep. Uh, but it's also a really, really nice relaxing time of like like here now, I'm I I have the window open, I'm reading, I hear the wind in the trees outside uh, in the garden, and like yesterday there was a dare who walked by. So it's like that's one of those I, I it's still in the middle of Oslo, mind you. 
So it, it's uh, it's really really nice, but that I really really like that ritual. But I don't think of it as procrastination to sleep. It's more like a ritual to make sure that I keep reading and keep uh, reading the books I really like. Mm-hmm. I think they call that bedtime ritual, like the, all the things that yeah, you do before going to bed, like taking a shower, brushing your teeth, reading, peeing, and just yeah, you go to sleep. Uh, yeah, my procrastination is like I should be sleeping and I'm tired, but the pleasure that I get from uh, staying awake is greater than the reward that I have sleeping oh, two I, hours. I, 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 I also have Elden Ring. That's definitely procrastination. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and what, what about you? Do you have that kind of procrastination? The, 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 the small things that give you pleasure, even if you know that you shouldn't be doing it? Yes. Um, I used to read a ton and I basically stopped doing that and I realized that my procrastination for reading because reading is something I'm trying to do and I'm procrastinating it by watching YouTube videos. It's like I said, it's like I would really want to read it and then I don't allow myself because it's like, well, I can sit down and read for two hours. I feel bad about that. And then I sit down and watch YouTube for four hours and for some reason that's fine. So, and I still like, I'm trying to unravel that in my head. (laughs) Excuse me? <laughs> totally feeling attacked. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Like, I can't watch that film because that's going to be two hours. And then... Yeah, exactly. It's... No, no. Like, oh, you can't, I can't watch a movie. Oh, my God. Two and a half hours of my life. And then that's... Yeah. I can't do that. But four hours of YouTube. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> See, that's yeah. that's something that I used to do a few years back. And now I couldn't... Oh, no, let me rephrase. I don't want to spend two hours watching like 20 videos, 30 videos on YouTube instead of watching the two hours movies, movie on Netflix or something else. Because um, I may be in a different phase that I, I was a few years back when I was, I want to learn as much as possible watching YouTube videos, like watching makers doing stuff. And maybe potentially I have, I have the, the cinema saying, oh, man, now you know enough so you can, you can, enjoy something else instead mm-hmm. of this, this urge of learning stuff, which is totally not true. I'm, I'm far from knowing enough in any kind of field or domain. Um, I'm, I'm just probably uh, catching up on the pleasure of watching movies and TV shows uh, just for a period of time I couldn't. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But, it, it, yeah, it's one pleasure trade for another one. Like, for you reading and or watching YouTube videos, you take pleasure in both activities, right? Yeah, I'm, I might have, I might just have to like really think it because I've never really put too much thought into it yet. And I should probably go down to the bottom of it because I used to love reading and I want to go back to it. And there's like a ton of books I would love to read. Mm. So I kind of want to do it. So I should at some point find out why it is. Um, I It might be actually the one... It's, it's, it's kind of like you guys said, it's like, um, or at, if you know you... Did we spoil Harry Potter for you? Is that the problem? No, 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 no that, that's just <laughs> the, really the did, cherry so. on top of that, which made me stop again and hate my life. No, um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the thing about this is like you said, Red, when you said that um, you hate it when a project comes to the end. I know a movie goes two and a half hours and at some point I started like, checking if you're watching it on the tv and you pause and you see how far the movie's along you know the end is coming up or with a series especially on netflix where they release whole chapters 
you just know there are 20 episodes and after those 20 episodes it's gonna be done or like at least the season is gonna be done Something, with, a U- yeah. with a youtube video you don't know how many videos a person will show up so this from my end it's never ending so i sure, can just sure. continue watching and if they have a huge backlog that's even better but i also know it's like oh that guy's been releasing videos like two times a week or two times a month so i'm kind of like waiting there's like those sunday rituals of from youtubers that have our videos not every video is good but i keep watching them because it's something like other people probably watch the news at eight o'clock in the evening or on monday there's that different series that's been going on for years i kind of realize that now that it's something I, I i like not seeing the end of it knowing that it's not over or like after 40 episodes and three seasons or something like that have we told seen... you about maker's waffle <laughs> 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 you, 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 you're saying that <laughs> um i actually had two uh customer visits the last couple of days and one was um, almost 700 kilometers of driving in a day, and the other one was 400. And I actually managed to caught up in almost one episode of Microsoft. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I actually caught up on two of them. It was it was great. <laughs> I I really understand what you said, Jan. Um, I had this uh, feeling uh, because it's nothing more than a feeling, I guess. Uh, a few years back, when I was like. Yeah, a long time ago, um, when I was in my 20s, like finishing or watching a, a movie or a TV show, like the old series, was, was something I didn't want to do. And I was trying to stop myself from doing it because it was the end of everything, as I, I said uh, earlier. I discovered recently that there is something like magical that you can do now is to rewatch again the movies and the TV shows. Mm-hmm. And... A uh, perfect example, uh, The West Wing is, is one of my, my favorite show in the old uh, world. Um, at the end of The West Wing, they all quit their job because it is the end of uh, their job. It, it, it's the administration. Uh, and the- Fine, now I can cross that one off my list. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not, it doesn't really matter. The end doesn't matter. What's, what's important is the journey. It's what's happening during the, the, the show. It's, I, mean, I mean, when people were, oh, Friends is over, they are all moving out of the apartment. Fuck them. That's, I don't care. I never okay, watched Friends. Is done. friends. No, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. It's been 20 years. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> it, it now I can. I can yeah, exactly. It's not like Red's going to spoil anything recent, is he? No, no, I wouldn't do that. Never for anything in the world. Um, I mean, you can, it, what's important is not, it will end. You know it will end at yeah. some point. It's not yeah. important how it, how it ends. Um, it's, it's what you do with it during, along the way. And the project, and I, I think, I believe that most of us, or at least most of the makers that I know, um, keep telling that the project, once it's done, it's not that important. They are not doing the project through, uh, on the, the physical object of the project. It's, it's mainly for the process. It's mainly for the skills that they will learn along the way. It's and mainly beautiful procrastination for... you did before that. And also, <laughs> and also that. Um, so yeah, movies, TV shows, yeah, and you can get back to it because I've, I've rewatched 
Stranger Things three times, Dark four times, the whole season, West Wing probably ten times, the seven seasons. Uh, Because I don't want. I don't Hashtag want to not a movie film. podcast. Not a movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> TV show podcast. I don't want to have this feeling that I had when I was a teenager that, oh, the, the TV show is over. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it now because it was on TV. So my friend died because the TV show is over. The friend that I had, the, the characters of this TV show, now they're gone. They died and I'm alone and I'm sad. No, now we have all the platform of the streaming platform and we can add them forever. I, that, that was never an somehow. issue though, because I watched tons of series when I was young. No, it's like the, the procrastination is just, I think, time wise and like finding it and just even if it's set and I can calculate it in, I just, I don't know. I don't, it's not that I don't want the story to end. Like I'm usually fine with, I, I used to watch movies only or TV series when I know they were closed off. It's just at one point it started that I enjoyed it more with the YouTube and the knowing that there's something every week, like something to get I, invested in sure, for sure. a longer time. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's I, that's I, one I, of the reasons I watch Doctor Who, because there's going to be a new season basically no, sure. every year or every other year. But even if they stop now, you would still have the back catalog to enjoy. Just like you said for the, for the Sunday uh, release of new videos on YouTube. Um, my favorite author was uh, Umberto Eco. Uh, he, he was a brilliant mind, absolutely genius uh, author from, for, of novels, and he died a few years ago. So I was super sad knowing that I would not get anything new from him anymore. But I realized at the time that if I want to approach, approach his, his talent, his genius, I can still go back and read the books again. Like you would show if, if someone if if a content creator that you like just stop making video that, uh, for for a certain amount of time or forever uh, you can still enjoy his style his project by going back or her project by going back and watching old videos right yeah but this is not like I'm still I have to figure out why I'm procrastinating when it comes to that like okay. with what why I'm not doing it. Uh, I know the Tools guys talked about this a couple of times, the whole closure thing. Mm -hmm. And I, in this one instance, I agree with Al greatly that there's no such thing as closure. Great, yeah. Everything just moves on and either you move along or you're stuck. Yeah, I mean, you you look at a project, for instance, you you might find a, a particular aspect of doing that project that you enjoyed. So once you've got past that part and you're onto sanding and painting or varnishing or whatever, rubbish people do at the end you you get to that point where you you're just going through the motions finishing the project while planning the next project that does have that bit in it that you really enjoyed from the one you've just done you know it's it's that then lives on in the next project you, you pull those bits of enjoyment through to the next thing as you you know having that that closure on the one that you've just done it's so you, you're pulling things through. There's never any complete closure because your your mind's linking all these things through to to future plans and future procrastination. Anyway, I I think it's also this this might be a, a slightly further out there, but at least in my mind, I think a lot of the things we enjoy about books and movies are not necessarily so much about 
or, or rather why we want to go back to them is because they keep reflecting ourselves into them. Okay. One really interesting example, I think, um, is movies that have humor for kids and adults. Mm. And if you watch it as a kid and then 10, 15, 20 years later, then suddenly it's a completely different movie because you are so much more different as a person that you suddenly notice the whole other half of the movie that went way over your head as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. While you were still, still busy laughing at the poop jokes, there was some sexual innuendo that was going on. I mean, I'm talking about Shrek. Everyone knows that. But, Obviously. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just say it's the sake you're talking about every Pixar movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Pixar are really good at that because they make two movies in every one. One for kids, one Dream for adults. Dreamworks is the same, yeah. Yeah. The children yeah, going yeah. like, damn, and the parents going like, damn. <laughs> the only one not doing it is Disney. Uh, to some extent, they do. They try. Uh, they try to imitate but, but, the other one, but they suck at well, it. One thing about Disney that I found really interesting is that they will put in all the jokes at the same places in every single dub of the movie. But the jokes can be very different depending on the dub. Yeah, makes sense. And being like bilingual, it, it sometimes is really fun to sort of grow up with the Norwegian dub and then suddenly watching it in English and going like, wait, that's a way different joke. This one is better. And then the other way, like, no, that was a good joke in Norwegian. They, they botched something there. And sometimes it's not even not even a joke because the, the translator is absolutely rubbish and he didn't find a way to make it fun. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot with, oh, yeah. with French translator that really suck. And the people, by the way, making the, the subtitle on Netflix, uh, the French guy, if you're listening to this, Man, you suck. You can't even spell words right. So, how the hell did we manage to get back into movies with like three within three minutes? I have, I have no idea. We literally stopped, and three minutes later, I'm looking at the clock. We're already back at it. Is that a cue to just move on into into focus? Yeah, absolutely. And I will go first because you pro- said something procrastinating, uh, procrastinating about. Um, Okay, yeah, now I'm not even going to try to do a segue here. Just go for it. No. Uh, I'm going to go first, if you allow me, James, uh, because, uh, Raz, what you said about uh, movies or, or uh, animation uh, with several layers of lecture for adults and, and, and uh, kids, um, mine is, is from that uh, category. Um, so um, we watched uh, three days ago, I believe, a new uh, animation movie on Netflix called The, the Sea Beast. I don't want to say it wrong. It's called The Sea Beast. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, it's produced by Netflix. It's the best animation movie I've seen in the decade. Uh, so, yeah, obviously they are making progress with computers, so it can be only better than the last time. But this one is absolutely fantastic. It's a movie about sea monsters and hunters on uh, ships. So you are constantly seeing water moving, the sea, the ocean, the lake, whatever. And it's, it's the hardest thing to uh, have a computer uh, render. Like sea and smoke mm-hmm. is, uh, to my knowledge, the most difficult thing to, to do. Uh, they completely nailed it in this one. The movie is absolutely beautiful. It's all about details that you can catch as an adult. The kid is in love with this movie. I'm in love with this movie for different reasons. The story is great. Uh, so I 
highly recommend you to see uh, on Netflix the Sea Beast. Right on. That's that's actually showed up on my Netflix, and it looked like something I really wanted to see. Yeah, please do. You won't forget it. Uh, John, you want to go next? Uh, let's let's go, Jimmy. Because you are still procrastinating. Exactly. No, no. I actually know my. I I, I know my focus of the week, but. Well, while you're speaking, you may as well. Okay, so um, the guy is called um, MS Paints, and it's one of the like miniature painters that I watch. Uh, speciality or like the special thing about him is he actually has MS, and um, he kind of like. Well, kind of like while he paints, tells him how, like how he deals with all of that. But the dude is just freaking hilarious. It's like just my kind of dry humor. And um, the reason why I focus on especially this time is because he just brought out a video which is about clickbaity thumbnails, basically. Uh, the funny thing is, it's like he used a clickbait. It's, it's kind of like the borderline clickbait titles that he has, but he's just like, well, it's all about Warhammer. Like Warhammer is one of the big ones. And he also describes that. So he basically doesn't use, there's a Warhammer model in there, but he does something completely different. But he phrases like there's something, something Warhammer in the video. And the, because the way he is just brutally honest with it, he's just like going like, no, nah, I'm not even going to hide it. It's clickbait. And like, well, if you want to chew it, like I chewed out my soul years ago. And basically go through the whole process and how you have to deal it if it's your business and as a content creator, because it's just like, we're just not going to, in his case, like, I'm not going to feed my cat with like the treats it likes, because if I voice that or if I give it the wrong name, nobody's going to watch it. It can be the best video in the world. And so he goes through the whole process and just his brutal honesty where he goes through it compared with his like very dry humor. I watched through the whole video I laughed and I also like I clicked away the video and it just made me think for like half an hour because it's like in I know in our community there's often the discussion about where we kind of make fun about clickbait titles then there's like that well what you kind of have to do you really have to and um like algorithms yet I mean algorithm can be something completely different tomorrow but if you want to make money with your video at the moment you have to go with what is important at the moment I'm not saying it's good or bad it's just something it leaves you think about it a lot and i mean i kind of give him right that he does just great content so he's one of the people i forgive like sometimes i read a clickbait title and i'm not gonna click the video just because of it because it pisses me off if it's not described what's in the video and sometimes i click a video where there's like something in the title and i'm just like yep that was only like 25 percent of the video but it's still like really enjoyable so i you get a pass on that one basically so just just watch it make your own it's about miniature painting but it can be used basically all over youtube of what's happening basically at the moment and i really enjoyed his insight ms paints right? ms paints exactly ms underscore paints yeah i believe so yeah yeah then i found it i definitely appreciate the, the nod to uh to MS Paint as well, which is uh, also clickbaity yeah. in the name. Yeah. <laughs> Except nobody uses that anymore. No, well, there's that one guy, I can't remember his name now, who just exclusively does really ridiculous scenes, but just all drawn in Microsoft Paint. Yeah. That sounds like cheating. He's too talented. Oh, absolutely. He'll do like a complete mashup of like 
British politicians and stuff and in like a bloodbath and stuff. I'll, I'll dig the link out because he's, he's hilarious. <laughs> oh. It's amazing. Oh, we have to add that. that. Sounds like a current thing. Yeah. He's been doing it for a while. But. <laughs> T- timeless, uh, you could say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember the 5th of November? Is that a reference in there somewhere? Well, we've, we've, uh, we've got a bit of a history of uh, messing with politicians, haven't we? <laughs> November? I thought it was me. But... <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, <Could> Jamie. <laughs> well, it, as we're sort of going with the, you know, kind of uh, Red's nod to revisiting things... Um, in the spirit of procrastination as well I've been uh, sort of my wife and I have been embarking on um, Star Trek Discovery and Ooh. just couldn't fit in the time to actually sit down when we were both kind of available and awake and didn't have something else we needed to do to sit and watch an episode so um, what we've been doing recently is re-watching Voyager which has been nice. wonderful because we can just throw it on. We've seen the episodes before. We grew up with them. So it's not like we've got to really pay attention to the story, but it's been a fantastic kind of revisit to something that meant a lot to both of us, something we really enjoyed. Um, and now, cause uh, we, we really loved uh, lower decks, which was an animated series. And that kind of was the gateway to get my daughter into the, the sort of the Trek universe. So now she's picking up on all the, you know, while we've got Voyager on, she's like, oh, now I get that reference from, from Lower Decks and stuff. So Oh, that must be interesting to sort of get the back end. Of yeah, the like reference. a retrospective mm-hmm. reference. Yeah. 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 But where are the people with the lightsabers? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But Wait, your focus then is Star Trek okay. in general or just Discovery? Well, no, because we've only got about four episodes into Discovery. So Voyager at the minute is the uh, it's, it's it's that retrospective um, re-enjoying something you've endured before. I think is the yeah. the nerdy thing. Cool. My focus is actually related to the fact that I procrastinated in going to the Forge this morning, and I watched. Uh, I think it's the most recent video from Vsauce. It's a bit over a week old, mm-hmm. and it's uh, did people used to look older it keeps getting recommended to me it's a really fast like vsauce in general has this really really in-depth unnecessarily in-depth view of some topics and it goes off in some really weird fascinating tangent he goes into uh the name face matching effect that you start to look like the name you have Mm. uh you have the dorian gray effect uh, in in there as well. No, yeah, that's the Dorian Gray effect. It's called the Dorian Gray effect, effect as well. And it's all of these weird things. But like the long short of it, it's like, well, we all think like people in old photographs look older. Well, it's because they're dressed like old people today. Yeah, that's the long and short of it. So they're basically time travels going backwards. <laughs> Yeah, that that, that, yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> Watch the video. I mean, if if you just like uh, unnecessarily complicated answers to simple questions, then watch Vsauce. It's I mean, that that just generally goes for his videos, anyway, doesn't it? Yes, yes. I mean, it's uh, he has like one. I think an older video is like, "What is a chair?" Or how much chairness does it need to be in a chair for it to be called a chair, or something like it? It's. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. It, no, 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 I'm not going to explain that again. Even it's no, just, don't. Uh, <laughs> it would make sense, I think. But Vsauce. No, Vsauce has some really, really cool videos. I, I, 
I yeah, don't I'm, think I, feel like I have. Like and Veritasium, they have sort of the, mm. the same level of really nerdy in-depth thing. They're just at really opposite peaks of ne- uh, interesting and unnecessary information. <laughs> okay, I have to check out Vsauce because I don't think I've watched him so far. Th- there's, he's sort of in that pantheon of like Tom Scott and. Uh, it, it's that okay. like very very well researched very mm-hmm. in-depth like you say it, just a, an absolute abundance of information to answer a question and that you well could have delivered. very easily answered okay. with four words it's yeah it's, it's why say four when four hundred thousand will do exactly good any other little bits i don't think so well one one little thing a late happy birthday alan yes because by the time of recording yeah. it's a birthday today Yes, that is true. And it was also Andy so Pugh a few days before as well. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, but he, he was already old. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know it. In that case, happy birthday, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll be at Make It Fair Hanover in September. So one, one third's going to be there? Yes, I believe so. So that means the other two thirds will be focused. Yeah. As, as per usual. As, as usual. Thanks, Jimmy, for being on. It's my pleasure. Yeah, Thank you for having me. It was good me. having you. I, I'm sorry we didn't need you, but it was nice for me to be here. <laughs> we always need Jimmy. <laughs> oh, I'm just forever Thanks, the Jimmy. roadie in the background, so uh, it's always yes, a pleasure. Absolutely. That's great. Although you are more and more into foreground these days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't create content, though. <laughs> I just make sure everyone else can. <laughs> you just waffle. And thanks to you, at least one quarter of the podcast was not about movies. I mean, it was it was TV shows. <laughs> yeah, true. Same difference. Did, did you also hear in the Jan's voice a little bit of regret? So next time, Jimmy, we, we will have a full episode about movies and TV shows just for the listening. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we can put Jan from the chat. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> have a good weekend. No, Yo. no, no. Where can people find you? No, that's it. Me? Oh, I'd, yeah, sure. Yeah, make us waffle, or if you're really, really, really bored, Custom Cave. I, which is weird to think that that's the one that is the boring one, not the weeks and weeks and weeks worth of waffling that we do. I'll not comment. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to find the rest of us, you can uh, find us at any of the mostly social places at uh, Two Thirds Focused, including Patreon, if you kind of like this kind of thing. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and LewinSmear.no if you are blacksmithing curious and want to hit metal. And can't In speak. Sounded so weird if you're like that. <laughs> it's not only fan accounts, it's just Patreon. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can. Uh, OnlyFans is still being set up though, right? Yeah, only well, the that, that's, that's the first paywall. First, you have to get into Patreon, and then you have to unlock the highest <laughs> tier, and then you can find the only. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Like our OnlyFans has two tiers on it. It's one to get entrance and one to get out again. <laughs> <laughs> it's free entrance, paid exit. <laughs> yep. It's Patreon so we can get your physical address to send out. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, let's let's stop here. You can find me at nerdinventor.com or nerdinventor on any of the other socials. And you can find me at Redsmith on the Redsmith everywhere on the internet. It was great fun. Thanks, Jamie. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good week, guys. Bye.